1: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring. Boring.
2: You gotta get bored by baseball.
3: Hey, okay, one thing the game needs is
2: more people like you. 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 still have bro man, run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. Daniel Bard. Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Is baseball. Baseball isn't boring.
3: Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, the highlight of my day, the highlight, I don't, know if it's the highlight of rich hill's day because he went to the dentist which is better than the dentist
2: yeah today this is the highlight of the day yeah. today this is i got i got a crown put in it's terrible it looks awful it's terrible you can see it it's his white i got coffee teeth with a bright white crown did a great great job did a good job on it but you know, smile a little bit to the side. Oh, what is that? All right, it's not first, good. First it's not well, good. It's 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 a prosthetic, though. It's not the permanent. It,
3: it's it's. First of all, you, in case people can't see where you're pointing, it's literally the last tooth in your mouth. Nobody can. Yeah. see it. Nobody. Second can to see last. It. Second to last. And yeah, I can see
2: it. I oh, can well. feel it. I know it's there. I got to be careful. You know how I lost it the first time? Oh. I had a Jolly Rancher. We were in Seattle, in the outfield, shagging balls. I had a Jolly Rancher um in my mouth i'm getting a call this is interruption right now i can't have this hold on hold on all right all right all right all right <laughs> so i had a uh and i opened my mouth and the crown was stuck to the uh to the jolly rancher oh so when i popped it off the jolly rancher i put it back on the whole original idea behind this uh crown it wasn't even an idea i needed to get a root canal. So oh. I tried to tough it out for like three days, and I thought my head was going to explode. Um, and I ended up going. The lady was like, you need to do this now. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so root canal, got the crown. This is three years ago. I actually swallowed it when I was in Boston, I think, on a on a, a plane trip. And then uh, obviously didn't go looking for it. Come on, Rob. Didn't go looking no, for it. No, you didn't know. know? You didn't see if it no. passed
3: through? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Took that one. Let that one go. Yeah, let that one go. Yeah, it. it all started with a jolly rancher in the outfield in Seattle. Right there, you yeah.
2: Hold it, and then I put it back in. It stayed for a little bit. Gum every now and then would pop out, and I would take it out and put it on the railing. And the guys were like, "What do What is wrong with you?" And I was <laughs> like, "We're all
3: trying to figure that out." see the inside the world of big league baseball it's amazing all right so i want to ask you this question i gotta i'm I'm gonna give you the heads up i'm gonna rattle off some of your former teammates to see what you think of them because they're in the news so all right all right for good Um, reasons yeah no i i don't think anyone's <laughs> even, if, even, right. even if you thought they were an asshole you're gonna be like oh that guy's an asshole you know. no, like, you know be like oh he really means well um but uh no but you played with a lot of guys who are in the news yeah yeah I, I haven't but before we do that um we had on a, a guy joe kelly i don't know if you know him so joe. yeah joe uh you don't want to I know, I know Joe very well. I know you do. So best. I, asked, I asked him. I said, um, "This is a few weeks ago, before he agreed to terms with the Dodgers." And yeah. and I said, "Okay, you go to the Dodgers. Shohei goes to the Dodgers. You have number seventeen. Shohei has number seventeen. What do you do?" And Joe said, "No, I got eleven years in the major leagues. Twice as many of him. He, yeah. I want him. To, I want to play with him, but." Uh, but it's going to cost him either a nice car or one-eighth of my contractor's bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <okay. And> so, <laughs> so, so, So that's where we stand. And evidently, Bob Nightingale came out with a story that said the Dodgers have since called Joe about the number, just in yeah. case. Um, yeah. So the, my point is, Rich, you must have some good number stories. You must have seen, has anyone tried to buy your number? Have you tried to buy any numbers? Uh, have you seen any good number purchases, anything at all?
2: No, I, I've heard, you know, watches, um, money, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I haven't heard of automobile or anything to do with uh, construction. Or a pool, yeah. Yeah, or the pool, yeah, pool construction. But I'm going to keep that in mind because I haven't thrown in my papers yet to uh, see the ship off out into the ocean. You know what I mean? I like so, it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Joe is going up the right alley, though. I mean, Shohei is going to probably be pulling in uh, half a billion dollars. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, for the number 17, it's not going to, you know, really break the bank. But well, it would be nice. It would be a nice gesture. And I think Shohei is a really nice guy. I think he's, you know, I've, I've been able to talk to him uh, one time a couple of years ago uh, with the Red Sox. Um, and tremendous, tremendous guy. I think he's, uh, you know, uh, obviously would be more than willing to uh, to do that.
3: Yeah, I think we're all dealing with reasonable people. So it's yeah, all fine. Yeah. But have you ever – did you ever get – so uh, what, yes. would your, what would be your ideal number? What would be your
2: – I, I mean, I like 44. It's, just, 44. it's, it's okay. been a good number and, you know, whatever. Right. I was able to finally get to choose, um, I think, for once when I when I signed with uh, with uh, Oakland, actually it was 18. And then with the Dodgers, I was able to – you know, when they said, what number do you want, and that was available. So – uh, I wanted 18, but I think Kenta Maeda had 18. And I know 18 or whatever is a Japanese kind of uh, number for guys over in Japan that come over. Anyway, it's probably a longer story than we need right now. Uh, but the uh, 44 was, uh, you know, yeah, that's what I
3: would I would pick. So as you were saying that, somebody uh, that we were just talking about just texted me. Uh-huh. And- and he said that now the asking price may be a better version of his truck. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, that's I uh, I don't know, that's
2: it's it's uh not real world problems, but uh, you know, no. hey, listen. The thing the thing is is that hey, if 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 he's coming to if he's coming to LA and and uh I mean, I'm seventeen. Like, I agree with Joe, though. I agree with Joe. He has every right. With you know, even if it's a day over, it's still like, hey, I got you in service time.
3: Is that what it is? Is that what it is? is service time. Is
2: that understood? Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. It's understood. And if it isn't, it should
3: be. Yeah. Oh, do, I mean, have, yeah. Have, have you ever had to have people have, talk to people like say, hey, listen, I know that you're. Yeah, there was there, there was a one one
2: case uh, going to. Uh, in in tampa um but you know hey listen it, it's uh water under the bridge and uh you know i wasn't giving out cars or buying pools uh especially in ground pools probably wait, would have when, been like, so wait in, in tampa was it you was it you you had the number no no i did not no i was oh, uh, somebody else yeah so yeah and it was uh 44 going to uh uh, uh in tampa i ended up with 14 which is the lowest I've ever had. And I uh, enjoyed it. It was good. 14, good number. Um, but, you know, yeah. So all right. that, all was, right. that was it. All right. Wait. But this- no, I was not given, I was not making any, uh, an exception to say, like, hey, let me call you and I'll, you know, buy a, a new Rolex or something like that. That was not uh, that was Wait, not so
3: without Without getting into it, without getting into it. So you wanted 44 and someone had 44 and you kind of right. like, you kind of were like, well, you know the deal here. It's this is how it works.
2: And- yeah, I mean, it was kind of like that. And if he had asked for something, then I would have said, you know what? Yeah, reasonable. Uh, we can do that. And uh, it wasn't, and I wasn't really, you know, kind so of. So uh, it just push- didn't
3: mean that much to you to to push the issue.
2: No, and I think you know, well, hey, at that point, what's another number?
3: How <laughs> many numbers have you had? Oh, it's a great
2: question. I think it's probably two rows on. Uh, I'm going to look. Reference. Oh, I'm going to look it up. I'm gonna look it yeah. up. It's a we lot. of are... good, good, uh, good numbers for
3: uh, Kino when you're down the Cape. <laughs> By the way, uh, the plan this week was for me to drive down to your house, and we're gonna lay out the the equipment bags on the on the yeah. lawn. But hats. I got hats up the wazoo.
2: I got bags. We got.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, but we're gonna do it when it's really? 90 degrees out. i was I'm not doing it. At Saturday Sunday Sunday
2: 62 rainy perfect it's it's rainy. Perfect. perfect New England weather will be miserable oh. have Dunkin donuts be pissed off
3: should we put up <laughs> should should we should we put up the flyers now uh yard sale rich Hills house Sunday in the yeah road. I know I'm calling I'm calling every equipment
2: guy to see if they have a buyback program <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's What's the what's the uh, what's the best one? What's the best piece of equipment that you have?
2: Oh, I, I mean, with you mean pieces of pieces of. I mean, jerseys are the there. I, I love the jerseys. You frame um, them? No, they're all just hanging up, zipped up, tucked away. I haven't finished uh, uh, the room that at the house that I want to put everything up and everything like that. So it's it's been a uh, it's been more of a uh, like a. Uh, it would be a good episode on TLC. Let's put it that way. Really?
3: Wait, wait. <laughs> like, like hoarders. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? You're, so, stuff. Yeah. You're, the, you're the only player that would be like on this episode of Hoarders. We have a very special episode. We go to a major league baseball player's house, uh, and all. He, <laughs> All he's hoarding is is his former equipment. Yeah. Oh god. Dave yeah.
2: Ruth. What is this? this is all signed by Dave Ruth under
3: Hey, have you ever been to the Hall of Fame? Have you ever been to the Hall of Fame? When I was uh, 12. I was oh, there one time when I was. You want to go again? I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely I'm a ride up there.
2: I would love to go. Yeah. That would be amazing.
3: I feel like I feel like there's we could plant some Rich Hill stuff in the Hall of Fame.
2: There, yeah, there's, there's a few. Honestly, there are a couple things that uh, that have made it there, which surprisingly uh, was uh, humbled by. You know what I mean? There's a couple jerseys in there and uh, some cleats or whatnot from postseasons, and then uh, I think uh, uh, a couple games that they asked
3: for some things. So I was like, "Well, all right." <laughs> well, so there's that. There is now a baseballs and boring sticker there. Oh, it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, John, John. well, I would I would
2: expect the Hall of Fame to get something before I before I get a piece of uh, baseball. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> if if oh. I come down there on Sunday in the rain, I will. I'll be. It's it's you, you. What you're getting is is the special gift basket. It's not just the random like here's a T-shirt. Oh. The it's the. I love that. It's. I hope it's.
2: Gift. I hope it's an LL bean bag that I can use when I go down to the beach. <laughs>
3: Is that what you want? Okay. No, I just... just yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's right. well, yeah. You know, uh, can I give you, like, a little bit... So, we have... We're, we're so fortunate to have so many people, talented people, sort of emerging on our, under our umbrella. And one of them is a guy named Reese Green. And I'm going to tell you this story. You'll appreciate this. Yeah. So, Reese, uh, you're not on Twitter so much, but maybe you came across no. it on, on Halloween he had the best Halloween costume in baseball. It caught like it went viral and yes. it was him dressed up as Randy Johnson and his girlfriend dressed up as the dead bird. Ah.
2: <laughs> That's great. Right. I haven't seen it. You're
3: going to have to send oh, me okay, I guess so I'll send it to you. So, so we had him on the podcast because it was it went viral. It was a great costume, and he told the story. And then it turns out that Reese played at Winthrop University. He played professionally in Australia, played professionally in Czech Republic, and now is a stand-up comedian. So you're checking off all these boxes, right? It's great. Yeah. So, yeah. so I want so Reese is going to be doing uh, some work for us, a podcast for us, and um, and he said, "Hey, listen, I have friends who." Got in the OnlyFans game really early, oh <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, and, and where and we've we've all rent or they not we they've all rented out Marlins Park to play baseball for three hours. Wow, and it's like there's no shenanigans, there's no like OnlyFans shenanigans. It's just this a game, game, thirty a game. Like we're just we love they love baseball. Yeah, They're Flying everybody down. the whole crew down to Florida. Yeah, and these this group of of uh, OnlyFans people or friends of OnlyFans in in Greece, and they're just playing baseball, which I thought was kind of awesome, right? Okay, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You could think of was, but you just love baseball as long as there's no shenanigans going on. Well, and so we got there. The Marlins have pulled the plug on it. Oh God, why? Because yeah. they. They didn't like the uh, sponsorship, or what was it? I mean, it? I don't know. I don't know. But I told them I, fi- I said, find a sand lot like they did in Bad News Bears, go to Japan. You know, when that game was. I, haven't, I haven't seen that. I didn't. Oh, see you that. haven't?
2: No, I got There's a lot of fi- stuff. Fi- hold fi- on. I got to write this down. Let me. Hold on. I got my. Uh... Yeah. You see that? Yeah. yeah, there we go. It's my number one writing utensil. Bad, wait, wait, what,
3: what are you what are you writing that Bad news bears goes to Japan. Goes to Japan. Yeah, you never yeah, heard yeah. like that. Like you have bad bad news bears breaking training, which is when they're played in Houston and the Astros. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, you never you haven't seen these. These are like no. Like, I saw yeah. bad news
2: bears. I saw the bad news bears with uh, Walter Matthau. That's number yeah.
3: one. Uh, these are the sequels. These are the yeah. Okay. okay. So anyway, yeah. bad news bears go to Japan. Yep. They go yep. to Japan. Game's canceled, so they find a sandlot. Superiority of the game. They don't need no stinking sponsorships or or ballparks or anything. Just play. Yep. That's it. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. Right. So it's worth. It.
2: <laughs> so they're going to Miami. They're going to find a sandlot in Miami. I, I already don't know down there gonna there do know what they're going to do. All
3: I knew is that we shipped thirty-five baseballs and boring shirts to them, yep. which, which are now being diverted to your house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just go out there on the uh, some of it. It'll be good. We we could put them on the rack. We're going to I get one. I'll uh, yeah. give one to Bryce. Give one to my wife, Caitlin, and I'm going to put them out there. And then the rest of them, we can we can sell them and, and then, um, you know, use the money for uh, you're charity. Working, you're working out with a bunch
3: of like professional guys. We'll get it to them.
2: Oh, that's a good. That's a great call.
3: Yeah. 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 Spread the right. word. That's Spread right. the word. I, I'm going to go down there. This, so I'm going to do this in person. I'm going to do this in person. Well, speaking of being in person. This is an awkward segue, but still, it's pertinent. Um, I'm going to rattle off some guys who were traded as we're taping. Some guys who were traded, and give me your like perspective of them. But I don't mean like perspective of he's a good guy, he's a good player. I mean, just like g- give me something, you know, nothing bad. But I'm just saying, like something that maybe you didn't know before you get to know him and play with him. All right, you ready? You I ready? <laughs> yeah, uh, give, so. me the, give me the initials. Yeah. of Why you don't want me to bring. <laughs> All right. No, one, go go, ahead, one, go
2: one. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Whatever. Go ahead. I, yeah. Go Wait, ahead.
3: Okay. You knew about Juan Soto before when you? Yeah. Played. Juan Soto. For yep. Couple of months. What? What struck you about him?
2: Yeah. Great guy. I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, unbelievable. His his ability, uh, hand eye coordination, I think is. Is so I know you're going to bring up another guy, Alex Verdugo. So these guys, their their hand-eye coordination and their ability to be able to put the bat on the ball is, you know, in my opinion, it's it's some of the best in the game, and and obviously that goes, you know, for uh, uh, what they've been able to do at the highest level. Um, with Juan being one of the best hitters, you know, throughout baseball, best eyes, and the, and the same with Doogie. I think the one thing with Alex is that you know, maybe, and I, and I didn't see obviously last year with the Red Sox and everything, obviously it was in a different part of the country, but his ability to get on base through the walk. And that's obviously one of Juan's strengths, which increases, you know, on base percentage, which is humongous. Um, But again, just the, the, the work ethic from Juan and, uh, you know, for him to, again, um, in New York, be able to come out of his shell and, and, you know, be that fun loving guy. I
3: think everybody saw. But that's Okay. So that's Washington. another thing you've played in New York and, yeah. and you know, his personality. So we had Buster Olney on, um, recently and we we're talking about Juan Soto. he said, he, he puts a lot of pressure on himself to be great, which isn't a bad, yeah. thing, right? Would you no, that? That's, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. I think it's
2: a good thing. I think pressure is, you know, they say privilege and all that, and which it is. But it's also what you do with it. And I think that for him to be able to want to be great and want to go out there and, you know, uh, go four for four every night or get on base four times, it's, it's awesome. And that's, you know, that's also appreciated by the fans because that's what you're paying the, the, the ticket to go, to go see. You want to see, you want to see a great player. And he, you know, he, it, when it's all said and done, he's going to be a hall of famer. Uh, I believe that. Um, then, you know, again, to, to point out his work ethic and how much he cares about, Uh, getting better, it's, it's, it's going to show itself in New York. And I think it's, he's going to benefit from, you know, the short porch and right as well. Mm. Uh, it's going to be something that, you know, although he does go the other way really well, he also can, can pull the ball. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's just something when you get there in, in New York, in my opinion, it's just like Boston or any other, any of these other big markets is, is be honest and, and be yourself, you know, (laughs) be accountable. (laughs) And that's just be authentic. Yeah
3: no you your accountability is we've said it's a million times It's like that's the most important word in any of these markets you know, any of these big markets accountability yeah. by, no you, nobody wants you to nobody wants you to suck
2: in these in these markets. they all want you to succeed and do very well hmm. um I think that's the misnomer for a lot of players when they come in. It's already like all oh, the media is against me, the fans are against me it's not that's all bullshit it's it's they want you to do well they want you to you know play
3: hard and 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 be accountable. You think that you 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 made quick mention of it, so you think that New York fits him, fits his personality. Because that's another thing, right? Is that yeah. he's played in Washington, he's played in San Diego, but sometimes guys, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm ready to play in the big market. This is yeah, this fits me. Well, the other side of it, too, is that uh, if you want to say it's
2: obviously he's going into his uh, final year of arbitration. And uh, I don't think New York gives up the pitching that they gave up to get Juan Soto and not make a run at him uh, at some point during the year to say, you know, hey, let's work something out for the next, you know, six, seven years or whatever it might be, 10 years. Um, Because, I mean, let's remember, he's only 25 years old going into the season, which is amazing. Right. Uh, going to be a free agent after, after age 25. So, um, you know, extremely unique situation as far as the age and the talent and the combination of what you're going to be paying for moving forward. I think that's something that's going to be incredible, incredibly valuable for any team that goes ahead and makes that decision. Um, but now that, you know, New York almost gets the uh, inside look at the player, right? So they get to see what he, his work ethic, how he handles, you know, ups, downs uh, consistently on a, on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's something that if, if the market, it, it, it's up to the player, if they want it to fit them, it really is. It's not, you know, you be yourself. Uh, don't, you know, kind of sacrifice that just because you're concerned about what somebody thinks about you.
3: So, When it comes to, I guess the other guys that they're Trent Grisham, he's the other guy that was traded. Yep. Trent
2: Grisham. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I know I, you know, great guy, but he is great, great human being, uh, unbelievable defender. Um, you know, I know that obviously, um, you know, with, with the, 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 his ability and his speed, I think obviously can be utilized, um, a little bit more. I think with, you know, being able to open up the door to, Um, putting the ball on the ground, you know, before the pitcher via the bunt, obviously, Um, and finding other unique ways of getting on base. I think, uh, again, the increased ability to uh, track the ball and uh, work his on-base percentage through the walk uh, will be extremely valuable. Um, And, again, utilizing his speed once he gets on base to be able
3: to steal more bases. I think that's – but his defense is, you know, is elite, elite. Mm. When you go back to a guy you mentioned, Verdugo, this is what a, yep. a question I have for you is that, you know, I've obviously been around him and I get the sense, I mean, this is another thing Buster brought up and I thought he was right about it. I get the sense that it will help him to have Aaron judge there. In other 100%. Words, right. I mean, so you don't like last year, um Alex Verdugo, Really yeah. wanted to be a leader. He really did. I mean, he really yeah. to take the step up. But that's hard to do. When you just say, "I'm going to be a leader." Like the reality is that sometimes you just got to be yourself, and it if it evolves into that, it evolves into that. Well, we know that Judge is the the alpha there, the guy yeah. going to be there. So Verdugo, I would imagine being around him, you probably saw the same thing. It's just like, okay, you know what? Slot into where you are. Mm-hmm. Sure, at your rate and do what you can do and meanwhile the errand judges of the world you know they'll they'll handle the big stuff does that make yeah. sense
2: yeah 100% i mean yeah you you have uh, so many um big names in that locker room now with with uh Soto, Judge, Stanton, um you know and I'm sure they're going to go ahead and add more guys uh this offseason because you know the pitching needs to be addressed uh with that club they still haven't really addressed any uh major pitching uh issues that they might have with the starting rotation but you're going to have other guys too. And I think the other thing that I'll say is that it's hard to grow up in the big leagues, right? Yeah. Um it's not, you know, and and that, you know, it's 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 just Everybody, you're under a microscope all the time. You come into the field, you know, everybody's seeing what you're doing. Every one of your missteps or, you know, uh, or uh, uses of a sentence in, in a in a in an answer to a question after the game, before the game, whatever it might be, ends up. Now that's just enough. This is for everybody across the board. That that uh, very few guys have that finish to them once they come into the big leagues at age. 2021. I mean I'm I'm so impressed by guys that come up even to get the opportunity to be able to play in the big leagues is you know unbelievably outstanding but you know again to to have that little bit of uh that extra microscope on you and and not to really make those mistakes in double A AA and triple A but when you get in the big leagues you know it's 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 everybody gets to see it and everybody gets to hear your opinion on your on your screw ups and it's not always great uh the way that it comes off so um but i do think you know i think that that's one thing with alex that i think he's going to be 27 this year yeah. is that correct uh 28, um, 27 28 yeah 28 yeah i mean i i would love to go back to 28 and do it over again <laughs> you know and that's just me i'm not saying you know look i i screw up all the time but um you know to be able to go back and look at the opportunity that's in front of you and i yeah. think that obviously now that being in that market of of new york I, you know, look, all the other markets are great and everything. New York is different. It is different. It is different, and and uh, you know, there is a lot more uh, required from you. There's a lot more, um, you know, that different avenues that are pulling at you. Just because it is a large city with so many things to do and so many people are interested in that one team, the New York Yankees, and it's, you know, it's a it's a it's a world brand, so to speak, right? Well, that's what um, they're banking on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, well, let me. Ask, so, who was the player that you saw? It was such a great comment you just made. It's hard to grow up in the major leagues, right? And yeah. and so, who was the player you remember like this? Evolved that way that you're like, oh, you know, and maybe when they were young, their head was swimming. It was the yeah, every, growing up in the major league was a challenge. <laughs> and then was there? Has there been anyone who jumps out? I mean, the one that jumps out for me sure. I don't know him is Bryce Harper. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We, I mean, we yeah. had, we've had on, yeah. <laughs> as you know, we've had on Pap, John Papabon a lot. He's talking yeah. about his incident with Harper a lot, but Harper, as he points out was 20 years old yeah. and, and to Pap's I think Pap's uh, credit or, or he's right that, there was probably an element that he, that Harper needed at the time it, because that's hard for people to see now because he's a totally different image of yeah. a 20-year-old who was was coddled his whole life. Not, not to say he didn't work hard, but still, he's 20 years old. But now you flash forward 10 years and you have the ultimate leader, the ultimate example, the ultimate player, all of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And all that
2: feeds into it. It's, it's, we are, we are our experiences. That's what we, we are at the end of the day. And I think that that's what's tough to supplement no matter what you're doing in any industry or any business is to say, well, I went here, I have this degree or I have this, you know, uh, you know, letters after my name, uh, but you don't have the experience and it it is so much of everything in this life that, you know, obviously in baseball and that's attributed to, uh, you know, just time spent in, in that field. And and that's what we see with Harper now. Um, You know, there are other guys that I can think of examples who did come up and it was like, wow, that, you know, really good job of, of being able to handle themselves in a big market and understand, uh, you know, uh, how things work and, and knew themselves uh, a little bit more than, you know, probably most of us did at that age and, and understood what their uh, routine was going to be and their work ethic and how they were going to go about it. Now, maybe some of those things, um, you know, weren't refined yet, or they might have been overdone or underdone. But, you know, there was definitely a much better picture that was being painted uh, instead of, you know, asking people what they're doing on a daily basis. You know what I mean? So that's how I compare it. I compare it to going into a locker room and not knowing what your routine is or what your, what your idea of how you're going to go about your business is you know hey what are you doing today what are you doing what are you doing now all of a sudden it's like you know that's the quickest way to find yourself in the in the toilet bowl <laughs> the last player is sunny gray sunny gray yeah sunny gray incredible competitor um he unbelievable honestly the yeah, unbelievable guy uh um and i think you know uh it was just uh being able to play with him in in uh, Oakland and see that conviction that he had at such, a, at such a young age. And I think, again, you know, through his career and obviously looking backwards, but what, his time in New York was 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 a difficult, you know, it wasn't an easy going. Oh. Uh, I, I don't want to say no time is easy going because I know the stress of getting ready for a game, pitching in a game. And it's not like, oh, hey, that went well. It must have been stress-free. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it is stressful. You know, all the way through, It just sometimes you have better results than other days. But, um, you know, seeing the way he carried himself and with that conviction as, as a young player and then uh, having a little bit of a bump in the road in New York and then being able to find himself again in, in, in Cincinnati. I mean, for me as a player, that's I love that when guys, you know, because, again, you're getting the most out of your career mm-hmm. as, a, as an individual. And now he's gained, a uh, again, he's gained a reference point. Uh, with his experience in in new york that he can now go ahead and be uh you know it can be beneficial to another player uh hmm. that could ask him um you know some some questions some insight on playing in a big market on struggling um you know and, and uh you know that's what that's what i think is is incredible about that story with sunny um, yeah
3: I, I think it's great perspective and great insight in And I think it's, you know, is he going to be as good as he was in 2023? I don't know. But even if he's close to it, you have the guy that you're talking about, which other guys can get behind, although everyone in that rotation is like 36 years old. So – but, yeah,
2: uh, I mean but it's also St. Louis. Um, you know, it's 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 the it's the closest thing to a big market because it's such intense the baseball fans are intense and they love the game and they know everything about every player, but baseball is really what, uh, you know, motivates that city in St. Louis, I believe. Um, especially being part of the Cubs, uh, St. Louis rival years ago, and then and then coming in with the Dodgers or whoever over the years, they always you know um, do a great job of of supporting the team. Um, but I don't think last year was anywhere near a fluke for for Sonny Gray. I think this is just the beginning of everything coming together for him. Um, and again, I think that a lot of that stuff has to do with like where you are in life, uh, where you are with your experiences, from where you came from in the game, and again where you're going. Uh, moving forward with that knowledge that you've been able to accumulate over the over the course of uh,
3: playing. The last thing is, how does it feel to be the favorite player slash human being of a Hall of Famer? No, no,
2: <laughs> that's unbelievable. I, I, great. <laughs> no, he. Uh, yeah, we're talking so about
3: joke. Talking about broadcaster Joe Castiglione, graduations Joe. He's won the Ford C. Frick Award. Um, I'm so happy for him. I get a chance to work with him. Um, you've got a chance to work with him. Yeah. Um yeah. and I, I mean it and, and you you don't have to respond to it, but obviously we joke around a lot with Joe because you you know, anything could be going the Red Sox could be playing the Yankees, he could be broadcasting it and it'd be the eighth inning of a tie game and we said, <laughs> hey, look at Rich Rich Hill's got a shutout through six. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well,
2: I know Joe and Jan are, are unbelievable people. And, it, you know, in my opinion, it's overdue. I'm so happy for Joe that he uh, got the call. And, and, uh, I just want to ask him what that was like, you know, getting that call from the Hall of Fame. And, uh, I mean, it's, that's incredible. And, and all the years that obviously he's, he's put in with, uh, you know, Red Sox Nation and, and, uh, the great games that he's called over the years. And as we mentioned earlier before we get on four World Series titles, that's, that's pretty special.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's and he's such a good guy, man. Like it's such a good guy. It's the the great thing about Joe. Do, working with him and listen, I know that everyone everyone can't wait for my spring training broadcast on AM radio with Joe. Where Joe comes here, here comes big number ninety seven with no name on his black, back. at Haman State yeah. for the Twins. And also, by the way, oh, Rich, can you stay another inning? Can you stay another <laughs> inning? Can you stay another inning? And hopefully, 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 you're able to. To uh, join us this spring training, but it's, you can, you can, I think a big part of broadcasting now, Rich, is conversation more than ever, oh, right? Yeah. And, and Joe's not averse. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he's got the textbook. He goes through the media guide. He goes through what's going on. He describes what's going on, but you can get Joe going on stories, which people love. People yeah, love stories, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, and, and, and to your point, Rob, that's what makes the that's what makes the broadcast is being able to get those little details behind, you know, where somebody is from, where they went to school, something about their family. Um, and I think that, you know, that's what makes a great, uh, you know, story, but also makes a great broadcaster in, in the game of, of any game, really. I, I, and and especially with a lot of the, if you want to say downtime in
3: baseball, you you have time to tell those stories, even yeah. with the pitch clock. <laughs> uh, I remember, by the way. I remember you probably remember this too. We were doing a couple of years ago. Oh, what we, I think you were with the Red Sox, uh-huh. and we were doing a spring training game. And it just so happened that the owner was cruising on through. Remember right. that.
2: And, right yeah yeah. And, john, and he, john henry, john, yeah
3: john henry and he said he's like oh if you ever i mean basically gave you a job it was like yeah it was like fox giving tom brady the 300 million dollar contract it was the same thing the <laughs> yeah. owner of the Red Sox said to you i've been listening to you you're really good anytime you want to do this there you go
2: yeah no that was that was a good that was a great moment and uh, yeah. i always enjoy coming up there and and uh being in the booth and uh again you know like you said you're you're talking about something that you love talking about. And 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 Joe has always made that, you
3: know, really easy. All right. Well, start putting up the, the flyers because I'm coming down on Sunday. So there you go. <laughs> Hold the rain. I'll get the umbrella ready. All right.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.